Blog Talk Radio. ain't got no style, you know. Um, so basically, people, all I'm saying is rejoice and be happy. And I'm watching the video with Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. And um, Robin Williams is on the video. So I'll take the initiative and the lead to say, I am grateful for my life and for being here right now, for Joe, for everyone. And, you know, it I is. So. Super grateful. <laughs> I'm beyond grateful. I love our conversations. We like spent what an hour and forty five minutes, and we're like, all right, let's do a show. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah, let's just do it. You know, listen, people. Um, I know I'm funny, but yeah, maybe a tiny bit. Um, I love you all, and I love everyone that takes the time to tune in, to listen, to maybe think about things. And hey, question. Yeah. I know. Don't worry. Be happy now. Exactly. I practice that all day. And you know what? It is a hard thing to do. It is. It can be. Um, you know, it can take conscious effort to, you know, just be happy. Um, let's open up. What is happiness? Um, happiness. It's something that I can tell you, you create for yourself. And number one, and first and foremost, 
Do not put that responsibility on anyone. Okay? Do not do that. That is the most horrible shit you can do. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's the worst thing you can do. I'm going to be your hype man. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Oh, my God. All these songs are coming up, like, Bruno Mars and this number, like. But anyway, no, it is the truth. Um, You know, I know that it's like, oh, don't worry, be happy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in all seriousness, we seek for others to make us happy. Right? I love you. I love you so much, right? Mm-hmm. I fall in love with you. I love you so much. I'm, you know, make me happy, right? You're my kid. I love you so much. Do what I say. You make me so happy. Right. I mean, and I'm just citing examples, and I'm being my lovely, sarcastic self to illustrate. Um, but I want to go back to the whole, don't worry, be happy, you know. Um, and it's a you guys, whoever's listening, let you know, watch the video. Robin Williams participated. He looks so happy. Right? And most people are like, Oh, I can't I can't believe what he killed himself. He was so happy. Right? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You know, you he, know what he, I... he wasn't yeah. happy. He made everyone big difference. So all right. Oh take it up. Um well, before I get into, you gave me like two things. It's like, ooh, yeah, uh. Um, wait, I don't know why everyone like like don't don't wait for the um, explanation on the news to be like, and don't take this conversation the wrong way either. But don't look on the news and be like, oh man, he was so sad. Like, step outside the box of like your observation of people around you. You might see something different now. Like, oh, they look a little down. Maybe you need to help them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because we're all focused on, like, all right, coffee, breakfast, get in my car, I'm late for work, or you're on time, and you get there, you do your work, you go home. And you're like, I just do my work and go home. Okay. Well, what about, like, looking around you at the people at the gas station? Instead of, like, being like, oh, that guy looks sketchy. No, just, like, be cool. Be cool and look at the person and be like, hmm, I wonder how they are today. (laughs) And you might start to pick up on some vibes. And believe it or not, I mean, like, there's tons of people that have been on the show who are super uh, empathetic and actually, interesting. And, um, you know, I, I think everyone, you know, because we, I just, you know, I love expanding consciousness and sharing. And to me, it doesn't matter. I don't care who's listening. What I care about is that I'm letting this shit out so it doesn't consume me alive. You know, um, that's what I care about. And if anyone out there is listening and they're like, oh, you know, it's like, hey, perhaps there's someone that feels and thinks just a bit the same way that you do. And that is awesome, you know, and if you want to ask questions, if you want to come forward, if you want to share ideas, then by all means, do it. I think, I think the best thing, and this is something I want everyone to know, whether you're listening now you're listening to an episode and it's like past, or you're checking this out now, but we're, we're doing a live episode in like two hours. Always call in if you're like, hmm, I want to join the conversation. I got questions. Or I'm like, I want to like share my opinion or uh, whatever. We don't just like just do readings and we love helping people out. You might help me out. You might show me like a point of view. That's the whole show's about point of views. And we're not all right. I mean, it's about my experience, my point of view, sharing it, Shakti's 
and then helping someone listening because it might not be your experience that it joins in on it, someone else's. Who knows? And we do readings too. I mean, like if you want to know like the whole what's my future thing, we got you. <laughs> but we also really, really enjoy helping people in general. And that actually goes back to what you were just talking about, um, helping each other out and thinking about others instead of just being a one-way street. Like this life is – there's so much more to this life than just doing your daily routine. I mean, it gets overwhelming. I'm not saying like beyond uh, care for everyone, but what I was coming across recently is um, a bunch of like websites I saved for my purpose of reading. And talks about different star seeds, talks about indigo children. And, of course, I'm going to go into my indigo crowd yeah, because no, 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 go for it. <clears throat> I, I believe, so throughout this journey, I'm learning more every day. Like today, I was talking to a friend, and then I talked to you before the show. And I'm like, oh, my God, it brings me to another level of, yeah, I kind of, I feel hippie doing it. I feel totally, like, connected. <laughs> but I was talking to her, sharing my experience, and I say experience a lot. But this journey, because she's definitely about to start her little, like, awakening. And um, I gave her a brief thing. But as I'm explaining, I'm like, oh, I'm explaining it on a whole new level where I'm understanding myself now. And um, where I'm going with that is I'm realizing, like, we're a collective. What I mean by collective is it's not like we're a group of people, but we're also in this, let's say, dimension pool of all like-minded individuals. And before, my ego was still in the way a little, little bit, tiny bit more. And it's like, oh, we got to, like, kind of put ourselves out there and join the collective of people. And I'm like, well, I, I also don't want to look like an idiot. So that's the ego thing little by little. And I'm realizing now it's like it's not about that. It's no, about everyone who's doing their their social media thing. It's not to be the best. It's literally just to help certain people out because we're all different. So your experience might be sent to someone's YouTube video that connects to you. It might be my channel. It might be someone else. Everyone's different. So I say indigo because i got to really step into um, my, my crowd of people for that because that's who I'm, I believe I'm helping out. We're helping because you're definitely Shakti, you're an indigo. Um, but and all in all, like still, don't worry, be happy. And I did a quick YouTube video. I'm going to start doing more. I'll connect it as I feel like it's cool enough, I guess. I don't know. But um, I started looking up more and more about the indigo children, what we're like, what we go through, the awakening phases of our symptoms and what we experience. But it also goes into um, light workers. It breaks it down. So there's the light workers, the light warriors, the old souls, there's so much to it. And there's like a bunch of phases. I didn't even know. It was like actual, well, there, I knew, but I didn't know how to explain it. There's phases to the awakening. But my point of view and my point on the whole little rant I had was what's up, Indigo Kids? And um, don't worry, be happy. You've got a lot of stuff going on in your mind probably. And if you are past that and you're kind of like, all right, well, cool, we're awakened, but nice to see you like doing your thing, Joe. And Shakti, hey, no problem. And if you're you're an indigo, call up, call in. We're we're fam. We are fam now. We're not. We we were always fam. I'm just like saying now because I understand it now. So, oh, uh, welcome back. <laughs> I sound like I smoked yeah. weed, but I didn't. <laughs> 
doesn't matter, Joe. We don't have to explain ourselves. I've been doing a lot of drums. I don't know. Like, this is random, right? I always no. love, like, Congo drums. And I don't know if you let, can hear it. Congo drums. No. Let me, since you're, like, you know. This is another thing that I have to, like, side note say. People are always judgmental, especially, and afraid of the unknown. Um, oh, this person's doing this drug and blah, blah. But some people are simply high on life. <laughs> and that just sounds so super cliche. But, you know, like last night, being, you know, we were talking, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're just high in life. And it is the truth. And it's the truth. And um, take a minute. Breathe. Look outside. Maybe it's dark out. Maybe you can't sleep. Or maybe you're looking out your car window, and you're at a stoplight, and it just turned red, and you're like, Oh, life. But I'm here listening to Joe's podcast with uh, Millennial's Third Eye with Shakti. And all of a sudden, we're like, hey, we know or, you're probably going through a lot right now where it's like one after the other. But let maybe, me tell you something. Yeah. Think about life and duality because you're becoming a better person. That's what I'm saying. And it's um, it's um, essentially, definitely, not essentially, you're a diamond in the rough. And the pressure is... uh. Cracking you out so you can become that diamond, you know, like pressure of the science is and all of a sudden you're a crystal. You're just, you're a miraculous child for bigger purposes. No, or maybe, you know what, um, I will kind of touch on this, you know, or maybe you're out there wishing not to live anymore. Hey, maybe you're mm-hmm. like home getting stuff ready for dinner. You're like, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, I maybe fuck this life. And I'm going to say life. this because if there's anyone out there and I'm going to say it like like an SOS, I'm sending out an SOS like the police would say. We know you're out there. <laughs> and if you're listening, please call in. And please, please, please press 1 to join. Yeah, so the number, it is 144 Eastern Standard Time. The number to call in is available on the website that you're on, probably listening to live, but it is 929-477-2767. And if you want to join the conversation, press 1 at any time. Um, but where are we going with that? So we've talked about so many different things, Shakti, like all the time. But I think we do kind of revisit things on purpose and time, divine timing, whatever it's saying. And I kind of, like, get excited about the, all the cool things because I get focused on, like, oh, my God, time jumping and no, synchronistic <laughs> No, I do, too. And I think this is awesome because it's free-flowing. Free and I want to just, um, for any listeners now or any, anyone that listens to us past, you know, whenever, whenever they happen to stumble upon this recording, this, you know, permanent impression... Like, you know, some kind of whatever. Um, I just want people to know that they're not alone. And most of all, that we are approachable individuals. And, um, you know, that we enjoy sharing what we know and also um, taking in any wisdom and input that any of you might have for us. Um, It's a beautiful thing how that works. So we're all humble learners and... You know, we, we're here to share and exchange and experience. So, um, um, 
I hey, am. You might not be alone though. You might be like feeling isolated because like life's like. You need you need your 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 personal time right now because indigos. I'm realizing this too. This is what I don't like, and I'm not like saying that. I'm sure people think I sound narcissistic because it's narcissistic. There's different variations to that, but simply when people are egotistical and they're like, "Oh, that guy is full of himself." It's natural to overwhelm yourself, be like, oh, they're, they're probably narcissistic or whatever. So that's one. I don't know where that came from. Probably people um, being pushed into no, being narcissistic. Me, I'll translate it this way, Joe. Um, it's not narcissistic. I think that the indigo children um, just basically feel that it is okay for them to, to demand and ask for what they want. It isn't a narcissistic thing. It is actually and you know confidence and uh, you know self-assuring thing and we're all entitled to ask for what we want I mean it doesn't mean that we're hurting anyone or demanding anything but we can um, you know just specify what our needs are uh, or what our wishes are and I agree with that and I like how you said that and the reason why I was in a, I like that is because while I'm listening and thinking um, for example one of the hardest decisions I made through this, um, I don't, I want to name it something much better than my journey, uh, than the ascension and soul awakening. Cause it's going to be like there's a, people that have already been through it and there's more people coming. So how do I say this? Um, returning to myself, the path of returning to myself, something like that anyways, um, mm-hmm. was actually part of it was on Christmas. And traditionally we all go to my aunt's house later in the, uh, the day. We'll open Christmas presents, have Christmas, go to my aunt's house. And I was like, I had a moment, not a moment of like sadness or it was kind of like an unsteady energy. A lot of it had to deal with energy. Indigo people, a lot of it has to do with energy and your emotions. So it had to do with energy myself. And I was like, I just, I'm going to go take my time. I asked my parents, I was like, look, like, oh, we're going to leave at three or four. I was like, um, listen, don't take this the wrong way. Just, why don't you guys take your car and I'm going to, I'll meet you guys in, in Long Island. And then, you know, of course, like, why, why? But it was something like I had to do. It was for myself. And I took myself there. I had my downtime at home for a little bit, private time. And then I took myself to Long Island. I was listening to my podcast that I first listened to from someone else. And it brought me to a lot of different thoughts in my mind. And this is a great point too. take the time to evaluate yourself if you feel like you need your personal space, regardless of um, traditions and holidays or where you're at in life, or don't be afraid to be like, hey, listen, like, I, need my, I need some personal time. Like, don't be offended. This is my – you don't have to explain yourself. It's just, hey, I love you guys. I need my personal space. But, one, don't be afraid of it. Indigos, especially, are empathic people care and love everyone. And that's where the Robin Williams thing comes mm-hmm. in. We want to make everyone happy, but really – most of us don't focus on and working within our own conscious and heart and what's in our soul to make ourselves happy. And doing that isn't like, all right, well, what do I want to do today? Or I'll meditate. No, you really just have to literally, you don't have to meditate on it. You could just say to yourself, all right, look, you had enough of this stuff going on in your life. Why is this pissing you off? And that's something I did. I just told you earlier about, you know, evaluating the moment I was working on my car and it was like a little piece that I just had to take out and put in. And wound up being like a whole day. I didn't get it done. It was. It sounds stupid, but I had to sit down and go like, "All right, calm down. Why am I upset that I can't get it done? 
there's the basic part is it's simple. It should have been done already. Two, I went back to a childhood memory of when I was a kid. Someone gave me like this plastic electric toy train set, and it was only like a pieces that went one way. And I remember as a kid, I wanted to rearrange them, and I got mad and broke the pieces, and they were plastic, and then I couldn't fix it. So once you once you like get angry and like you're frustrated and pissed off, um, you don't want to do anything, or you don't you don't accomplish it. And that's where my accomplishments come in too. It's like I enjoy accomplishing my own stuff and then I get stuck at work or stuck places. So there's a lot here. All in all, happiness isn't just about pleasing everyone. You got to please yourself and then you work on everyone else, not working, but helping others or seeing them in a different way to bring happiness. Because you can't, actually I watched a motivational video. It was the best quote I took from it. I forget who it was exactly. Horrible person. But they said, no one wants to hear about an easy, happy life. They want to know how much you struggled, how you got there, what you went through, and what you had to go through to get there, and what made you realize to get to that point of view to help you accomplish everything else in life. No one wants to hear about the easy shit. How did you have it easy? How did you, like, get it? How did you how did you do it? They want to hear about the struggle, how it sucked, what you went through, who you lost, what you cried about. That is motivation. That is being a motivational speaker and that's being a motivational speaker in the essence of helping someone on a different level, not just on a personal, it's more social media. It's reaching out to people verbally on different ways. So if someone went through a ton of shit, whoever that guy was, I'll find out who it was. Hmm. He clearly had enough experience and enough emotion, enough heart and thought to go, hey, no one wants to hear about who has it easy because he thought about it. That guy, that guy must have went through a lot of shit to go like, no one wants to hear about that. And if someone had it easy, how would you be able to explain life and help someone? Like, oh, that's all right. You know, it's going to get better. Did you eat lunch? No, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. <laughs> so they had it easy. Life's easy. Um, and no one should have it easy. So, exactly. with well, that being I mean, said, be grateful for everything that happens in your life. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, like people think, I guess, I don't know, I'm not going to say, you know, people, I don't want to generalize, but yes. I mean, it, it is worth putting forth the effort that you want to, you know, put into whatever it is that you visualize. Cunt. We got a, we got a caller, area code yeah. 732. Cunt. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Cunt. Cunt. Pussy fart. Pussy fart. Hello? Who's the caller? Ah, we had a caller that was just, like, saying random stuff, so I just repeated it. No. Oh. So I actually kind of appreciate it. It was kind of random and just I don't know. Well, you know I posted. Um, and I, I don't know if I might get kicked out of the group because you know how these fucking groups are. I'm gonna say greetings, everyone. Please feel free to join in. Simply spreading consciousness. Hope this post is okay with the admins. You know. Um, I hate, and I will use that, I hate to have to apologize or explain myself to anyone when it comes to the higher path. It's like, bitch, who you think you're talking to? Like, I go out of my way. I put myself 
way down in order to help you. Like, um, I, I, I am against these organized groups or whatever on Facebook that are, um, you know, like higher than thou or whatever. Well, yeah. But, you know, okay, let me explain. I just, it's fine if you, you know, whatever you do is whatever you do. But um, when these people try to exercise power over others and say, oh, this isn't allowed, or, you know what I mean? Like they're judging and they're, they're basically telling you right away what is allowed and what isn't. Okay, so, you know, like, oh, the admins have to decide. And I'm going to be very fucking sarcastic here. Okay, the admins, like, are you the powers that be where? On the motherfucking Facebook page? Ooh, you're an admin. Like, great for you. You're an admin on a fucking Facebook page, you know? But what I'm saying is, you know, like, people get off on this power trip telling others, like, you have to put an application here, but So... And this is um, and this is something like I I I analyze things too much sometimes, but it's also a good thing. And I noticed that previously, a couple of years ago, there's there was pages that insulted others because of race, but the religious aspect and this and that. And I I stepped out of the chat of the group because it's like that's not what this is about. I don't you know, and it's a one way street, and it's not what this is about. And at the same time, I'm glad I did for one. And two, the other thing I wanted to touch base on to combine this is that's why I'm also thinking about how things I say on the podcast because I'm noticing recently too of saying people. Mm-hmm. We're not, it's not people because people saying all of you. What I really want to say and what I'm going to say from now on is we. Mm-hmm. We do this. We've done that. How we accomplish things. This is this is what I'm saying for the people. So it goes back to the duality, though. Is that one? Yeah, it sucks. And people see we shouldn't do that. But at the same time, as a light worker, light warrior, a person, mm-hmm. we are on a path to help everyone kind of achieve love and happiness for everyone around the world, whatever, you know, helping people. See, I'm trying, now I'm saying it because it's like frustrating me and I don't want it. We -hmm. have to help people. And as humanity, as individuals, as we are, we shouldn't be so divided as we've been for such historical events, but we have to help each other kind of raise awareness on little, the little things right now. So you mentioned the group. Yeah. it's, It's bullshit that, that, that happens. It sucks that people say certain things, but this this is where the ego comes in. So being aware of the ego is one thing. Fighting the ego is a process, and removing it or pushing the ego back and and noticing it is, is another step. So, and this is what sucks. We do go through this. I've gone through it, and this is why I'm also grateful, is that personally didn't notice my ego, I wouldn't be the great person so far I am today as great as like, I'm grateful for who I am right now. And I said it in the video I made on YouTube, the first comeback. I was like, you know, um, I'm very happy with who I am because I'm more confident. I'm more aware of what I want so far in life. I'm working on my career and, and changing it up, but I'm waiting for life to show me. I'm more patient. And the people that care about me that are around me, not that I'm saying this egotistically, 
But they're like, hey, you actually sound much better than I remember talking to you like whenever it was, which is great because I didn't know that. But the point is this. It sucks that that happens. But once you're aware of how egos work, it's really the person behind you saying, you can't do that. You're better than them. You know that's wrong. Say this. Um, they should know better than that. Or you can't accomplish this because you suck. Don't change your career because this is going to be what – Listen to them because, you know, this is how the, how life's supposed to be. It's the one that's telling you everything that um, right, wrong, from uh, – it's just like the uh, instant answers that we feel entitled to. Um, better, we're, we're accomplishing in this aspect. We're the best of this in, in this realm, so we should be able to comment. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Even on text messages, even on the Internet – your energy is intentional. Mm-hmm. So when you're typing, I can type to you, Shakti, hey, what's up? And I can literally mm-hmm. feel it. You'll, it sounds this way, but this is my emotion. Hey, what's up? And you're going to be like, oh, sh- what's... you'll read it and go, what's up with Joe? Energy is intentional. It's a text message, but that's literally what happens. Or I could be like, oh, hey, Shakti, what's up? Like, that sounds pissed off. So now I'm going, you're going to read it and go, oh, What's up with Joe? Is he pissed? You're gonna, you're, you'll know it. So when you read someone's message, it might sound philosophical, and this is what they learned, but you're also picking up that they're better than you, and you should know that you're wrong. So again, the ego is the one that's doing all this, but at the same time, the ego can still respond back to that ego. You can respond with your ego back and go like, "Well, you know what?" La 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 la. la. So the whole point of this is this. It sucks that this is happening in the world, but as a higher collective consciousness, soul awakening, indigo children, whichever star seed you are, whatever you've been through, whatever you experience, we're here to help each other through them. That's one. Because we have to. I don't know why I've noticed, um, and not egotistically. Actually, I do know why I noticed. I noticed that no one really helped me along until later on at certain points, but if they didn't, I wouldn't have this kind of perception that I needed to help more people. That's duality. Um, So with that being said, we're here to kind of help the world. Not everyone around here like superheroes, but we can't do this no more. We're we're doing like a um, spiritual revolution and it's not going to happen overnight, but more and more people are going to be connected to the podcast or episodes or YouTube or channels of people talking about it because they're going through it. And the more awareness they have, the more sole purpose they're going to realize that we're here to change how humanity is evolving. Exactly. We're not going to be doing this bullshit with politics for, and then I, I'm predicting, this is what I'm really predicting. And I want to say this because I want it to be recorded. Cause I used to go through moments as a kid going, I feel like this is going to happen in the future. Millennials get a bad rap and I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to explain to you why millennials are also, I'm not saying, like, the best thing that ever happens to the world. Not at all. We're adding addition to this. Like, everyone else has been adding addition to this. Okay. Um, that was weird. It just cut out. Okay. Can you hear me? <clears throat> yeah, I can hear you. What cut out? That was weird. You were talking, and then it was like, Woo. okay. Oh, so maybe I wasn't supposed to say it, and it just was like, it, like bleeped. it bleeped me out. What's this? There we go. We gotta, 
before, um, I, no. before I finish that, though, we got a caller. I just noticed that um, we'll put on the air. We got a caller, uh, area code 917. What's going on? Yeah. Ah, thank you for having me on. I'm really enjoying listening to y'all. Oh, not a problem. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, my name is Matthew. I'm calling from New York City. Hello, New Matthew. I'm up in the I'm up in the Hudson Valley part of New York, so I'm about like an hour and forty five minutes from you. Oh, nice. Uh, what about Shakti? Is it Shakti? My son. Who's asking no, your name? No, you mean I don't know. Shakti. I'm trying to pronounce it. Shakti. Oh, oh, where are you from? Uh, well, um, I said New York, and we say a little bit of here, everywhere, and every, you know, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, um, I am an eclectic person. Um, I have my mother is from Venezuela, my father's from Spain, and I was raised in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh so, my God! I used to go to Wilmington. I used to live in uh, uh, Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, and uh, I lived in Chester. Right down I know the, right, right on 95 from you. Yep. I know. I know Chester very well. I know Drexel Hill. I used to live in Springfield. I, li- I work in media, Pennsylvania. So, oh, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Small world. It's small world. Um, wow. I mean, that's crazy. Thank you so much for listening. And um, I, I did. There's someone else in case that they join in, um, you know, if we have another caller. And you know that he's someone in need too. Um, some like any, you know, anyone that wants to join is welcome. So wow, yeah, it's a small. Oh, Joe, I wanted to thing. ask you. Um, yeah, about what you were just saying. What is your position on goat fucking? <laughs> Yo, he played that so well too. <laughs> on what fucking? On animal fucking? I mean, what? Yeah, about goat fucking. Goat fucking. Um, okay, now let me. Okay, you you being straight? No, because I will tell you. You're being, <laughs> are you joking? Just talking about goat fucking. I mean, you know, like uh, they hung up, but it's okay. It's, it's like, interesting. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not mad about it, but it's funny. Yeah. He actually did really like. I like how he played it off too. He's like. Hi, I'm I'm from Selling, you know, this is Avenue City. And what's your position on go? I don't know. You know, the thing that is interesting is that I did invite someone that um, from my Facebook that I know he is going through some rough shit. So we shall see if he wants to take the opportunity. If he doesn't, then whatever. Um, but obviously this has to be someone that I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, paranoid, but maybe someone that knew about me being around the area because how would they know? You know what I mean? That's kind of peculiar. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, some people are bored. They're like, hey, let's do check this out. I got a great idea. I mean, I'm not like, it's funny though. I mean, no, it doesn't. Totally throw me off. Yeah, no, it doesn't throw me off. I mean, I, you know, it's like, how do you feel about good fucking well? I mean, if that's your thing, it's your thing. Don't hurt anyone in the process. You know what I mean? Like, people think that. It's funny. I'm someone that it is very hard for me to be shocked. You know what I mean? Like some people are so offended by certain things, and I am not. So thank you, caller, 
that talked about goat fucking, and no, I have, I'm not going to have filter about it because, see, Joe, like you and I were talking about before, the importance of, of using the right terminology, like genitalia, there's the penis, here's the vagina, you know what I mean, testes, goat fucking. Am I afraid of that term? Am I offended by that term? No, I'm not. The goat might be offended by the shit because you're labeling it as fucking instead of making love. Now, how about that? How about that? Let's think of that. <laughs> you, I mean? let, like, you let it get to you, though. You're like, <laughs> you just had a rant on goat. <laughs> like, okay. Well, like you said, if this person was trying to get to me, how do you feel about goat? You, do you remember the time, Joe? Hold on, hold on. Area code 203, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? You you got a question about goat fucking? (laughs) Uh, No, I just seen the show on. I seen Free Flow. I thought it was like an open mic poetry. So I called it. Is it about a rap about poetry about some sketchy shit, though? Yeah. (laughs) Because we got some followers there. No, I wasn't going to be sketchy about it. I mean, awesome. No, no, no. We're kidding. We're kidding. If it is, I'm going to crack up. But I apologize because we got a couple callers busting some jokes. What's your, but name, I, what's your name? Totally Hello. Welcome. Uh, my, name is, name? my name is Roan. Roan? Yeah. Roan. And uh, down for some I, would, I would love to share my piece. And if you'd like to give a reading off my piece of what you get from me, I would love that too. Let's hear it. Joe, you down for that? I would love it. Drop the beat. All right. The piece is called uh, Stuck in Turns. All right. All right. right. Here we go. I said, uh, goodbyes were never set in stone. In rock slides, we were caught up drowning. Downhills from the heaven's grove. We sat and found the tender solace, fallen, tumbling endeavors, slip ups to the grass, we placed our efforts. Fallen, roundabouts we dreaded. Constant cycles, faulted what was grounded. Fallen, futures looked to break. From past we saw so ever broken. A chance she saw I never hoped. But then suggested an open chest she placed her hand in. A vessel meant for her containment. What better than to set engagement. To give my last and hope to save it. Yet to see it was too little, too late. A fallen heart with mine and grass. A wrongs in all the turns that we make. I sat in all in all the pause as her eyes stared reminding me. I said nothing for a time, just ran my fingertips along the edge of the human-shaped emptiness that had been left inside of me. And peace. Um, wow. Now, let me ask you. I was feeling a lot. I actually have chills right now. I'm not even um, Are you a water sign? What's that? Are you a water sign? Um, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces? No. I'm a Sagittarius. Okay, so are you November? No, I'm December. December. Okay, well, you feel um, very, you know, like very watery in a sense. And mind you, you know, obviously we're more than our sun sign. Um, I get a lot of chills. I feel a lot of female energy. I feel like mother, daughter, you know, um, maybe um, incarceration or, you know, limitation Injustice, that kind of thing. Um, Self-influence limitations, too. I think that you have 
Um, you're also very intuitive, obviously, because you were, you know, and I, I'm very sarcastic, so I say this with all due respect, you know. Well, I, don't um, think you're, I don't think you're being sarcastic at all. Okay, well, thank you very much. I mean, you know, um, I think that most people, you're listening for a reason, and we were kind of putting out the vibe and stuff, and we started out with the singing, and, you know, um, one of the things that I said earlier before we went on air, you know, I was listening to, like, what is it, baby, whatever, baby bash, and I was like, sugar, sugar, how you get so fly, I was listening to Mm -hmm. the song, and it struck me in a very spiritual sense, because you, you know, what he says to you, make him feel lifted, you know, and gifted, you know, higher than the ceiling, ooh-wee, it's an ultimate feeling, and I'm like, this motherfucker knew some shit, you know, Mm -hmm. like, wow, like, that, it was pretty profound, and, um, you know, I think that in a way you're speaking your truth in that sense too. Um, okay. And I, I like that a lot because you are, I think you're a man. Uh, this is what I feel just from hearing your voice and from listening to your words. Um, I think you're extremely profound, very hurt, extremely hurt, injustice. You know what I mean? Like I said, incarceration, keeping, you know what I mean? And when I say incarceration, I'm not saying literal. I'm saying something to the truth. You know what I mean? Um, and you're now beginning to speak your mind and your truth and someone that is becoming empowered. I'm really proud of you for just saying that. I mean, I, I have no idea when you wrote that, uh, but it's fucking awesome. And I'm, well, I feel really... I think you're kind of like spot on. I don't know how how much callers you have, but you know I don't know I'm. I think you like a lot of what you said made sense, and we're kind of spot on. Um, Yeah, and I like to add. I want to ask a question. I want to see if before you add to it, if you'd be willing if I do another one to see if you get something different. Yes. Yeah, for sure. You want me to add add first though? Add first to that. Um, so what I got from that, and I don't know if, well, obviously it was a time frame, but what I got from that was, uh, I, I picked up that you were kind of pushed away that no one was listening to you, what advice you had, or something went down where you were trying to prevent things from happening. The other thing besides, um, being pushed or shunned away is that you weren't there in time to help someone that you felt not only help someone or the people that you were trying to give advice to but you weren't there in time because of certain things that were pushing you away, that emotions that you picked up in additional to life. Not So what I got was you mm-hmm. were trying to help others that didn't take your advice. They kind of went with their own self and their own intuition and their own choices. Then you were kind of pushed okay. away where you weren't able to help anyone, but you were feeling deep intuitive or deep connection to someone that you needed to help, mm-hmm. and you couldn't even, like, reach them to, to prevent <laughs> anything. Um, you you were close you were close and no knock to you but I think uh, she was closer because uh, it was like a relationship piece so mm-hmm. I get her just a feeling like the femininity in it and uh, mm-hmm. and all that with the woman behind it because it's a relationship type of piece uh, I don't completely agree like with the uh, what she said about uh, 
like a, like like a loss at a loss because you know in it it's a realization, and at the mm-hmm. end it's a it's the overcoming. Uh, mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think she she was a little she hit more nail on the head than you did, but you were you were close. You grasped you grasped the gist of it, I think. Okay. Too as well. I kind of like that. We're kind of we're just and going off the, of the, the poetry, but and we're I, giving, I'm enjoying it. We're giving a, a you know a balance, and you know, yeah. mind you, we're um, and it's funny because I I felt you know I feel a lot in an empath, and then I can see stuff, and you know, um, and and I don't know how to even explain it. Joe is awesome too. So that's why we make a good team when we can, you know, be like blah blah. Yeah, and definitely. I could tell it was different, like perspectives, and he flipped it very well in a different light. And when she was still mm-hmm. on I the guard hear, with it, I want to hear It's essentially oh, what yeah, like, so, looking at a piece of art is. Essentially, like you, but you're writing the art, so we're kind of taking our own sense of emotions from it, and it's not oh, a yeah, psychic that's thing. A it's just more like what we see in it. But I like it a lot. Oh, yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, also give... All right, so this one's a little longer. And just because that one gave you that feel, I want to give you this one that has a very different feel. Um, There's much more into it. There's much more about... uh, Much more than just relationships and stuff. So it has a a different feel. So I want to see what you grasp of it, if you still feel the same way about my entity and my aura. And that's slow. It's called Everlasting Moments. Plan took a water to save my neck in. Have you ever seen your life inside a second? For that second, you were about to die and feel depression. You can lie and say you ain't regret it. But you can't hide the truth from what you believe. Even if you ain't, tell me what you perceive to be your ending. You can't pretend then. You ain't never had that memorable win. They was about to leave and you let them saying shit. There was something I forgot to mention. Now put your life there. I'll picture quite clear. Not a moment to waste and you wasn't precise every moment of your life. Well, maybe later it becomes a never. And now it wasn't an option no more. And death became more than just an obstacle course. Ain't never been a second so sure, I'm sure. I'd rather mad at the choices now but what I did before. I should have listened now. My, present, my past is present of a non-existent measure. What's the treasure? Every moment I did lesser... Every minute I could cherish just to make it better. Life is not a game. You can't press pause. Everything is in play. You heard it. I get it now what they was trying to say. It's brightest day when you're dying. Even though it's not your brightest day since you're dying, it's quite dismay. A grave's been picked for the plotting. It's so cliche that you feel it coming. Still discomfort. A race to fill out what you never wasn't. A strife to remain amongst it while keeping strength from an enslaved abundance. Different in so many ways. Living is here to embrace mistakes we made and love it. Progressive changes from it. All you changing cause it made you what you thought you wasn't. And you ain't never made it. How can you face a kingdom with so many phases you ain't finished nothing? To know it's over and wasted and you ain't getting drunk. There's so many places that you ain't been and done. I just want to kiss my daughter and my son. Come my wife, I hope we made it. I don't want to tell her I'm going to die in her eyes. She's still thinking that it's hopeless, ain't it? No mistake, and then I tried. Even through mistakes, it's no debating. Why? Because I ain't know how to cherish what I was facing. I ain't know how to appreciate appreciation. I ain't accept my own, and all I felt was hatred. I only knew how to give inside an open statement. I ain't felt observant, so I couldn't take it. So I couldn't realize love for me from those that gave it. Because I hated myself more than even those that hated. It's hard to say it, but that's what it was, and that's what it was. 
That's why I'm outvandished, overzealous and outlandish. Hard to tell it, but I understand it. I've been to hell and back without a match to plan it. I've been walking blind since the fire brandish. Trying to find where I belong amongst the lost and stranded. Trigger me along, it's like I never planned it. Just play the hand, I'm handed. Hope a win was granted. See it happen and take another hand in. That's no hope of standard. Trying to gamble what I never had a hand in. Death wishes granted, that's what my man said. Trying to find peace and it's beside me, but I'm restless and I'm tired. It's been too long, I live without it. Yet I'm constantly in knowledge. I accept it and I doubt it. But I'm the only one who was dishonest. The devil got a hold and a God in me. I can't pray to God because I ain't never had a father to father me. So you see, the purpose yeah. of my faith walks blind heartedly. The lies of relation to what I saw for the order be was the one that ain't never want a part of me. Absent voices and absent peers. Let your reactions from actions that let it hear. That's how a cycle happens. Yet I'm here, but still I'm absent. I need to do a better job in being active. Need to be a better father for what happens to them. Everything I try to resist and grew to resent. Let it go. Live and grow. Need to show a better aspect of a tough road. That's how a tree grows on concrete, better yet a rose. See a phoenix rise before you see it die. You know life is but a second, for it isn't lasting, but you make the moments everlasting. Oh my god. <laughs> um, can I just talk for a moment? Indeed. I mean I'm uh, like I'm in tears. I'm in tears because you know, you just you just like touched on one of the things that I wanted to address, um, so you know, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just feeling such, and I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm feeling your emotion, my emotion, the afterlife so much. Thank you. you. Know? It's really touching deep because I was just telling Joe. And, uh, you know, guys, I mean, I'm not, you know, I have to, obviously, the system is fucked up, and I'm going to say it, period, it's fucked up. So, you know, we get 302 for saying, I, I, you know, and I want to die. Right? I don't want to be here anymore. I want to die. I suffer from suicidal depression, and everything you said, I'm like, wow, just struck through the heart. Um, well, I wow. appreciate that. I mean, but I want to say some things too because, you know, I appreciate the power through the words and the way that you opened up. Um, I was just telling Joe before we decided to, we're like, all right, we're going to do a podcast. So, um, so obviously, you know, we're meant to be here right now. You knew whatever. You found us for some reason, right? Indeed. You know how things are. Indeed. I'm going to tell you something. You do. You're actually a pretty ascended person, and you're very humble. Um, you've been crucified and judged and confined and everything else. Um, I'm so open. If you, I'm open. You're going to, if you're willing, I'm I'll tell you about myself, if that helps. I'm all here. Well, so last summer, and I don't care who is listening, I mean, I am a pretty private person, and Joe has been there for me through some of the rawest shit last summer. You know, um, I wanted to die. I, I was 
I mean, everything that you were saying was last summer. And you well, know let what? Me, it let isn't... me give you some closure. Can I give you some silence? Yes. And saying that, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I mean, I want you to continue your story. Because to give you some solace, I'm going to give you an insider secret is that we all want to die at some point in some time in our lives. And this is just human nature. That's like Michael Jackson. Is the it? Song. Uh, Tell her that uh, it's uh, human nature. Why? Oh, okay, all right, yeah. But uh, you should feel that way. And I don't think, uh, if if you haven't never felt that way, then I don't think you're really experiencing life. I think only no, those who do experience life. But not to, uh, so continue your story. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give you some no, solace. No, no, I didn't I'm want sorry. you to. I, I didn't want that. you to be embarrassed about it. I want you to embrace I'm not it. A, no, I am. I'm not embarrassed. I love your input, and that's why I'm telling you this, like raw right now. Whoever listens, like listen, mm. people, like you said, and I love it. Everyone thinks about death at least once, right? We always fantasize. What would it be? Mm-hmm. What would life be like without us? But that drives us to the point of not being appreciated in life. You know, um, depression is something that, and and I don't know if you heard when we started. I played that that somebody. Uh, you know, don't worry, be happy. And guess who was on the video? Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I don't know how. Oh, he killed himself. You know what, bitch? I almost killed myself. Did you care? No, you didn't. Well, because can I be know, honest with you? I, yes, of course. Uh, depression for me, you know, me and my wife have an argument a lot because I don't fully believe you don't understand in it. it. Because I'm gonna tell you why. You know, okay. because as an adult. Right? As an adult, I believe it's it's you're able to overcome it. But yeah. I do appreciate your thought of thinking about death and everyone does think of suicide, regardless if they want to admit it to not. And in that stature I do believe in and the in the fact I have kids, right? My kids are young, right? And before my kids like at a young age, when my kids are like three, four, five were asking mm-hmm. me about death. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what life is. They were asking me about death. So this is where mm-hmm. I know it's acceptable to think in that nature. My kids alone, kids are fascinated by death. Of course. They know nothing of it, just like they know nothing of life. So in a, in a okay. child nature, it's supposed to be thought about, right? But as an mm-hmm. adult, the... I think the problem is a part of the problem is depression is not supposed to be talked about. It's looked at, it's outcast. That's why you would see Robin Williams in a video like that and then be shocked that he killed himself. It's not because uh, he believed one thing or the other. It was because he was going through something. But in the, at an adult stage, you're not allowed to speak about thinking about killing yourself. Let me, yeah. let me ask so you, obscure. and I'm going to say. It's too obscure to say. 
it's too obscure to say, yo, I think about, yo, you know, I just wanted to die today. Like, I really just wanted to die. I had a bad day. Can, Anyone can, can write that off. Something? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Don't be no. sorry. Don't like be sorry. You know what? I, I was going to say I'm sorry because I was interrupting and I was like, no. But you know what? I can tell you love her and you love your family because you're here right now. And you're translating it into your interpretation and your truth. And let me tell you, just from my perspective, what it feels like. Because depression is mind-boggling people that are around us. This is one thing. Joe will tell you something that I, if he wants to tell you. I'm not allowed to tell that. I want to ask you. I'm interested in asking you. I'm interested to ask you a question about your yes. depression or the depression yes. you went through. Did, did you overcome it or you still go through it daily? No, I overcome it. And you know what? I Very made a good. conscious effort to say, fuck this bitch. And that's so, actually what I wanted to tell you because... The question I want to ask you is this. Mm-hmm. What was harder uh, in your depression? Was it the fact you had it or was it the fact you couldn't speak about no. it to nobody? Nope. Do you want to know? Do you do you want to? Do you really want to know what's the hardest thing about my depression? Yeah. Okay. The hardest thing about my depression, and I won't get emotional about it. And I'm not going to apologize because you are like touching some heartstrings in here. So I really like this dude. Yeah, I really do too. He is really loving, Carrie. Um. The hardest thing. I'm going to answer his question. Sorry. Joe, you better be sorry. No, I'm kidding. And I'm going to cry because you're tugging at the heartstrings. You know what the hardest thing about depression for me has always been is that no one listens or acknowledges So, me. So you couldn't talk so, about it. Um, And even if I could talk about it, it was disregarded. I yeah, want to they tell didn't you listen. Correct. There's I want something to tell you that what no I one told Joe. Yeah, I want to tell you what I told Joe before we went live, which is crazy. Hold on, I want to. I don't want to lose this guy because I like what he, his tell opinions him. and his right. point of view. But what were you going to say? What I was going to just say was that I never wanted to die to begin with. All I wanted was to be acknowledged. To be. And to be. To no, be. you said it right. To be. To be. And period. You're dissecting my soul. This motherfucker I, is something else. I like else. this guy a lot. I really I like do. him. I want to tell you, no, I want to tell you because you're asking and, you know, it, it's only crazy that I was talking about this before we even went live. I kid you not. Um, I really want to say this because I've, I've had, and I don't, you know, I'm not incriminating myself. I know, you know, I study human services. I know everyone 302s, you know, we cannot trust in the criminal justice system. It, you know, it's not, Mm. I basically, what I was telling Joe is that the pain I, I, as a healer and helper took the weight of the world 
into such a you know I took it all in 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 and then I also my pain and there came a point it was a breaking point I'm about to break and no well, one. Uh... What causes depression? Was it your work or something personal? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you. No. I'm telling okay. you right now what caused my depression. It sorry. was a fact. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. No, no, no. Um, I'm um, telling you right now mm-hmm. that I did not give to myself what I always listen to this. Because if you love someone that suffers, I want you to hear this. What caused my depression Part of it is the fact that I'm always there for others, but I was never there for myself. I carried the weight of my sho- the weight of the world on my shoulders, and I neglected myself in doing so. I pushed myself, I, I you know, aside to repress my pain, and it built up, built up, built up to the point where I cannot take it anymore. And I'm going to say this on live, not television, podcast. I wanted to live it's not that I wanted to kill myself I have children too and I thought how could it's a shameful thing to wish when you have children in a family but you know what you start thinking they'll be better off without me they'll be happier without me or good am I right you know what you know what you're right I hear what you're saying and you know what I caught that you know why and that's why I cut you off when you said part of your depression was to be acknowledged because mm-hmm. you said to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, uh, so your, your, yeah, your, your solution to your depression was the want of others. No, the part mm-hmm. of your depression was you just want to live, to be you. You want to be you without yeah. the judgment yeah. of others, to be. But, yeah. And you know, so, yes, but what took you to overcome? What took you to say what you said to I'll me tell just you. now? You honestly, know what? When you what said did you the say? One... What did you okay. say? You How said, did... I don't give a fuck who hears. I don't care who hears. You know what? Forget that. That's so, you overcoming. Shockey, That's you, you overcoming. He actually, he's got a, so, and this is what I like about the show is that he... Tell him. Do you feel comfortable telling him what happened? I want to... Well, not yet. I want to kind of like... I like where I like his point of view, and I really like this dude. If you ever want to join in on any topic, like we can get in touch, and I want to be your friend, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to what I wanted to say, and then we'll kind of go back to this. Mm-hmm. Your poetry, and especially your last, your last one you did, the longer one. And mm-hmm. I, I want to tie this all in. Both of them, especially that last one, everything like was a punch to the point where not a punch like hit in the face, like it had. <laughs> Emotion, connection, resolution, past, present. Everything was just emotions and connections and understanding. And the, there was a lot. And I really – I want to hear it one more time later on before you go. But mm. – and uh, I want to connect this to the show and what the whole purpose is why I started it. No, you because, see, I manifested. I yeah. manifested this. Um, to bring each other mm. and share experiences and point of views, even artistic expression. I did a couple of poetry episodes and it's coming back, and I like this. It's it's a random, but it's not bad. It's touching different point of views and exp- explanations. And what's going on right now is this, the duality of everyone's life. You went through shit, and you expressed it a certain way, and your artistic expressions and core aspects of life are helping you not only go through things and express them, but you're able to, and what's, this is, I can feel it, and I'm listening to you. 
you're able to help people not only through poetry, but you're talking to Shakti right now, and I like where you're coming from because I hear Shakti kind of, and I'll, I'll go back to it and, and um, explain what, it, in my point of view, what you're saying. But Shakti's kind of like unsure, and she's, she wants to talk about it. But you're you're making a good point. So the show's based on experience and point of view. You're calling in now. We don't know each other, and we're not talking about who's right, who's wrong. You're simply just saying, "But listen, did, did you hear what you said?" And that is awesome. And I, I'm in, I'm actually really happy right now because not just for you calling and sharing your poetry and experience and point of view and helping. You're helping Shakti right now. And we're not just talking about like, yeah, like you, you know, Shakti, like you suck. You're not listening to my point of view, and I'm out. You're saying, hey, like, indeed, yourself, so you're helping her. Well, because like, like I said, you know, I was honest. I said I don't believe in what she's like. I don't fully believe in the depression thing, but I'm open to listen. So I'm getting her side, and also, but also, I believe in the power of people. And as she as she talks about her overcoming her depression, right? There's subtle answers there that. That go to the fact that you know uh, you overcame this, and that's part of also my belief where I don't believe it as an adult though, as an adult, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's an overcome needed. Because she said, you know, she was she was depressed because she had the weight on her shoulders. She was looking mm-hmm. for the for the exception, the weight on your shoulder. You're looking for you're doing all of these things for people, and they're not appreciating you. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for yeah. everyone else. That's well, exactly also she what said I before she, before she told me what she told me, she said, "You know what? I don't care who hears." That's her overcoming. That's her saying, "You know what? Yeah. I don't need the appreciation or no one's acknowledgement. I'm gonna speak my truth." Right. Mm-hmm. And you that's what I'm exactly saying? what we did, Sassy, Like, on like one uh, thing there, it, contra- it contradicts the other, but it speaks to what what the issue is. As we talked about Robin Williams, the problem is with adults in depression. No one either believes it or they don't accept it or they don't realize what it is and they don't allow you to talk about it. You don't get allowed right. to talk to anyone for you to, to, for someone like I'm open. So she could, she could say what she has to say. And I'm like, All right, I get your point and I get my view and response. Cause everyone's like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? I go through things harder than that. And I'm not depressed. You know, you're not shit. You know what I'm saying? And so you get that shit. And then it's hard to talk mm-hmm. about. And then you swallow that, you swallow that in, you hold that. And that's the weight of the world on you. I've and that's been a great point too. because even um, as a celebrity, well, going back to the Robin Williams thing, as a celebrity, you're being followed. He was so happy. Like, watched. Yeah, he was so happy. So, so I, guess, bubbly. I like your point of view. Yeah, yeah and uh, adults can't talk about depression. Listen, even people with depression sometimes can't talk about depression because I argue with my wife. My wife, she struggles with depression, but I have a different view than my wife. So sometimes, sometimes people with depression also have a victim victimization state of mind, where it's like I'm depressed. You have to deal with me because I need help. They don't want to realize mm-hmm. their strength in overcoming sometimes. So then, if you think differently, if you say, "Well, no, you can overcome," they're like, "No, no, I can't. You don't understand." And it becomes argumentative, and then you look like a bad guy. And that's sometimes I go through that with my wife. Uh, Shanti doesn't seem like a person like that. She seems like she has, she knows where she's at or what she wants to do, and she's not looking to be a victim no more. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, you're correct. You know what's interesting yeah. too is not only 
I like I like his point of view because of this. He's another person that I don't know, how do I say this has went through a different path, but mm-hmm. is enlightened and understanding, caring for others. But he's saying it differently than I do. Which what I'm my point is was earlier is that going back to the collective thing. It's not because of a bunch of people coming together separately. It's about someone coming to the higher collective to help individuals on their team. Hmm. Like you're, you're kind well, of Joe, putting a, your yeah. – Let me ask you, Joe, what are you? So are you talking about spiritually, mentally? No, what are you? Oh, okay. Well, I am – You're a uh, human, a Joe. Winner. Yes, well – you're a human. That's it. You're reading. I'm a human, like Joe. Yeah. I'm a human. And regardless yeah. of my judgments, our criticisms, our, our differences of life, some way, in some form and fashion, I've been through what you've been through. Mm-hmm. I've been through what Shanti's been through. Not in the same sequence. Mm. Not in the same order, not in the same position, but the feelings of those things are exactly the same. I felt fear. I felt reluctance. I felt doubt. I felt the willingness to not want to go on. I felt pushback. I felt content. I felt confident, felt happy. The feelings are always the same. The situation may not be. Because we all live different lives. But as humans, the feelings are always the same. Happy to me is happy to you. When we're both happy, there's no definition for that. Happy's happy. Regardless of what makes you happy, when you're happy and I'm happy, we're both the same happy. The mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. with fear. Like, no one has to say, like, you don't have to judge those. There's no skill for that because the, mm-hmm. those are feelings. So they're the same. So I can empathize. I can empathize because I don't want to sympathize. Because when I sympathize, it says that I've never been there before and I think I'm better than you. When I empathize, it's saying I know I've been there before the same place, but not probably the same thing, but I've been there before and I can empathize that same feeling. I know what you felt. Might have been a different situation. But I've been in a situation where I felt exactly the same way. So I get what you're saying. You know? Shakti, I might have been robbed at gunpoint, and someone might have took your lunch money as a kid. But guess what? Those feelings of feeling robbed are the same feelings. You you know? Regardless of how it was done. If I was, you know, 18 being robbed at gunpoint, I feel the same as a five-year-old getting his money took from his lunch bag because we feel robbed, lost. Who to trust? How could this happen? Why does it happen? Why would someone do that? That's the same fucking feeling. Five, 16, 32, 45, it doesn't matter. It's the same feeling. And uh, and and that's what people like. You gotta just be open, but we don't allow ourselves to be open to those things, and that's why Robin Williams is shocked. He was so happy on TV, but I never knew Robin Williams. I never shook his hand. I wasn't his friend. I didn't eat at his table. 
So other than the Robin Williams I know from TV, was he happy? I don't know. I don't know that. Mm. And what is happy? What is happy? Like, I get my paycheck, I'm happy. So I'm get a paycheck and be miserable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's uh, absolutely. It's understanding and knowing that I don't know everything. So I, you know, I applaud Shani being able to overcome her depression, and I hope she stays that route. And does you don't say things like though, because words are everything. Words are power. Mm-hmm. You just want it to be. Not wanting to be acknowledged, because when you add that acknowledging, you're, you're allowing other people to affect your emotion. You just want it to be, as your right, right is given since you were born, to be. Because like you said, fuck whoever hears it, and fuck whatever they think. They, it doesn't matter. Just be. You know? I like that. Yeah. I've been depressed. I wanted to kill myself. Plenty of times, and I have kids, and and you know, and then I come to a point where it's like, you know what, I'm I'm going into a, a deep hole. It's it's me, it's my life. You know, I know as many people feel like life is like a movie, like a game. Sometimes you feel like you think, and you're the only one that thinks that way. And you're like, does everyone else notice what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yes, they do in their own little world, <laughs> but it's the same. But you feel like it's so different. Like if you die, then who would miss what? A lot of people will miss yeah. a lot of things that know you and that are connected with you will miss a lot, and then the rest of the world probably won't miss a thing. Uh, but the same thing will happen to them, and, and vice versa. Like so, it's, it's all it's all the same. And and what do those people that don't know you matter to what affects the what actually affects the people that do know you? Like ah, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. I apologize. No, no, I I'm not upset about it at all. I like your point of view. You're making me. There's something about you, and I'm gonna be honest with you. And I'm not just saying this because I I want to make you happy when you when we're done here. Whatever you're, I'm not, I'm not being spiritual psychic. Whatever it is you're doing for work, but this right here, your poetry, your point of view, there's something about you. You should definitely, I'm not, if you want to join in the conversation in any of our episodes, you're welcome to. But there's something about you that not only your experience, your point of view, you have um, definitely a way of words and helping people. And I'm listening to you going, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and you're putting it in different views, but I still agree with you. I like it, but don't don't Thank worry. You. Keep going. And I like you guys, man. I like you guys. I want to say that. Uh, I know this is a psychic reading show and stuff like that. You know, I'm on the fence of that, but I like to be open to everything I don't know, and I, mm-hmm. and I like to give everything a chance and be open, and I would like to say that you guys are – the show you have and how you accepted me and, and how I've been talking and stuff, you guys are more, um, like, you know, this thing can get very, uh, very, uh, what's the word here? Yeah. Get very, uh, endless. 
or very possessive. Um, no, on this type of territory with psychic stuff, like okay, you can't okay. go against it in certain ways. With certain people doing it, you can't go against it. They don't want you to try to question it and things of that nature. Uh, I think you guys are very open. You guys are very listening. Like some psychic shows could be very much of like they know it all. And you can't uh-huh. question, and if you do question, they're going to tell you what they know from their ideas, from their perspective, and you can't go against that. So the fact uh-huh. that you guys are open in the conversation and very open in uh, your abilities to read or look at and have a connection to things, uh-huh. in that sense of spirituality, I completely agree. And in that intuitiveness of spirituality, I agree. Uh, because in that sense, it is about being open and actually listening. And even if you have a little, uh, the gift of sorts, you still don't know it all. And it is having to listen because everyone is different. And, you know, if you reach the realm of I'm a psychic or I can, I can see things, you can't, you can reach a point where you try to put everyone in a box just like a system does. And that's not the purpose of being, you know, having a mm-hmm. gift, you know? You want to Absolutely. actually realize that everyone is different. So I commend you in letting me talk and being open and listening and accepting it. And uh, I commend that open forum that you have that could put a lot of people on because a lot of people don't realize everyone is kind of born with a gift. And every day you grow older mm-hmm. and I believe that things exist, you lose a part of that gift. I mean, mm-hmm. dreams are part of that gift. Uh, mm-hmm. The dream is intuitiveness. You, you could dream the future. Uh, Sean talked about you, manifesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Manifesting is real. You say things it and is. you put it in a positive light. With positive, you have to speak, like certain things have certain rules. You have to speak with positive people, positive people that are going to commend you and be open to the positive things you say. So she spoke to you, Joe, positive person. She said, you know, wish for a caller like this. You, you know, boom, it happened. Because she was talking to someone that was open to that idea that helped spread the positivity into the into the world to, to get what you, you're asking for, you know? If you were a negative person, Absolutely. I might have never called, you know? She wouldn't have Absolutely. been able to manifest that. There's um there was a couple of things before the show. And I actually want to apologize again because before you called in we had like two people joking around about like goat fucking and stuff and I was like, All right, cool. So we're not so I know. past that point of being mean about it, but I was, I was like, oh, wait, it's cool. I don't know what to expect. But me and Shakti it were was talking funny, before though. the show. <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, I don't know if this guy's like joking around or not, but I'm down. But again, but though, you were open, though. still did it. Absolutely. Yeah, you were open, um, and you said, all right, my bad, and you gave me a shot. <laughs> I would have given you a shot no matter what. But um, Shakti and me were having a conversation, and I actually talked to her um, on a certain level where I was telling her as a friend, I was like, I, you know, eventually, like, look within yourself, look within your soul to, like, re- uh, release what is kind of hidden that we have to forgive ourselves or go within to understand why we act a certain way. But then you came in, and we were just having that conversation to go back to it, and she was kind of um, talking about her, her experience and how she overcame. But that came apart with also the manifesting and intentional energy because we're like, oh, it's still, like, early. Right now it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. But we're still having this great conversation, 
but you're giving her a different point of view from what we were already talking about. And before I forget, mm-hmm. do you have any like YouTube or something for your poetry or or page? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I like I have a Facebook. Uh, like I go on Blog Talk Radio, like here, and I recite poetry and stuff like that. And uh, that's about it. But I don't really give it out much. Uh, but uh, you guys can have my email or whatever. Like I don't mind. And, if you uh, want, there um, there's a our Facebook page. You can message us there. But I'm almost I'm I'm uh, so glad you called in, Shakti. Like I want him to like I want to have like a show during the week where it's like his show, like. <laughs> This is his uh, like well, a yeah, topic. I'm, I'm open to all the topics, man. And uh, I think, look, I think Shaki is a great, a a, a great. Uh, she's a great inspiration because mm-hmm. I think she says it herself, even though she might not notice when she says it. And this is the power of people. I think uh, it just comes to a realization. It's clearly Shaggy, as Shaggy states, you know, it came to a point she was, and then it came to a point she wasn't. When she said Absolutely. no more. Shaggy, you still there? No, Shaggy? Well, she's amazing, man. And I think uh, she's a great inspiration, man. And uh, listen, truth is hard. Uh, yeah. When they say the truth will set you free, that is meant. It really will. Uh, because when you speak the truth at all times and every time, people don't know how to deal with it in any situation. And uh, in situations where people believe one thing as a standard, if you go against it, they will hate you. And that would take a test in time. In relationships, regardless if you're a good guy or a bad guy, if you speak the truth to a female and tell her what type of person you are, she would know how to deal with it. And she will, if you say, girl, I like you, but I'm a dog, guess what? She might still date you just because you were honest. And then you're going to be mm-hmm. fucked up because, damn, I thought I told her I was a dog. She still likes me. That's what the truth does. The truth Absolutely. fucks people up because they don't really know how to deal with it. They don't really know what it could open up to. The truth is real. And then when you use the truth and you speak the truth about yourself and you're open and honest, regardless of ridicule, you will never lose. You will never lose. You will go through hard mm-hmm. shit, but you will never lose. That's, never. Um, that's a great point, especially even she was saying it before. I don't care what people think. I'm going to say this. And that's uh, yeah. not worrying what people are going to judge you for or how you're going to say it. And then once they know what the truth is, how can they judge you? Especially when no one knows their truth. Absolutely. And that was the thing I What'd just you recently say? went through, too, is um, someone was telling me how I, sh- how I should live my life, for example. And I got to the point mm-hmm. where I said, you know what, thank-, thank you for everything. But I didn't have to explain myself at one point for who I am or why I made choices. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I know who I am so far. I'm not right on everything, but this is my choices I'm making. So the judgment thing, as as we're kind of evolving, it's mm-hmm. so much of a benefit when you have the confidence to go, this is who I am. This is a part of me. This is why I came from um, this point of view. I had to go through ABC. 
Um, well, yeah, well, absolutely. Because even if you're honest, every not, day I wake up, every day I wake up, I hypocrite myself. Because every day I grow. Mm-hmm. Every day I learn something new. I could tell you something today, and tomorrow I might wake up and realize I was completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do. everyone I'm else in life. And then I could say, you know, know what, I was wrong. And then someone says, well, you said this the other day, and I said, yeah, I did, I was wrong. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was wrong. So now that they can't say yeah. that you were wrong because you already say you were wrong, then what else are we talking about? Like you've never been wrong before. Then what's right. your point? Like what are you trying to tell me? Are you perfect? That's what you're trying to tell me? I beg the difference. That's you know exactly what I'm saying? Right, let's talk about That's you now. The same thing that happened. And they can never Yeah, they can never talk about themselves. It's easier to talk about someone else. It's easier to judge. It's easy to criticize. It's easy to say like they're not doing that right if you've never done it. Or if you never never right. admit to nobody that you did do it and you did it wrong. So the only reason you know that it's not right is because you did it wrong in the first place. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly it. You know? Well, like myself, it took me a bunch of times to fall on my face and then realize, like, all the things that I went through and learned from and thought of, the pros and cons, instead of just going through life one subject at a time and not learning a thing, that kind of yeah. realized, like, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to change it. This is what I had to learn and go through it. It's like, Two plus two is four. I wonder how long people said two plus two is three before someone came along and said two plus two is four. And I want I wonder how many people admit they were the ones that said it was three right now. That you got everyone thinking that they knew it was always two plus two is four. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's um yeah. it's even it's one one of my favorite experiences was actually going through all that, learning for myself and evaluating myself. Because mm-hmm. even when I started this, um, this the Blog Talk radio page, I did a couple episodes and I listened to myself and I went, I don't like how I sound because I don't, we're not perfect for one. Two, we don't know everything. But at the same time, I was being judgmental thinking, um, you know, I probably, again, like I thought two, two plus two was three in, in a sense. And later on I went, no, I mean, Couple episodes later, when two plus two is four, and this is this is it. This is mm. this is it. I mean, I'm wrong. Mm. Two, plus, two plus two is three at first. Well, listen, I I could sit there and say one plus one is three because a man and a woman equals a baby, and at the end of that, that's three people. Mm-hmm. So I can play the words in that nature, uh, but it's funny that. We were born, we're here, everyone is here after the fact of something. So the simple truths are simple that people can't even admit about themselves, like mistakes they make, treating somebody the wrong way, morally, moral things, right? Are the Mm -hmm. simple truths that anyone can admit to, but no one really does, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if they can't even do that, and then you go to things such as, like, concepts, like, you know, you go into religion and politics and all that shit, people are battle out for things that they believe they believe in, 
without even knowing how they came to believe it. Right. They will they will battle it out with you as if they they're the ones that started it. Like I, someone I will argue with, with you about religion and politics as if they're the one that started the party or they're the one that started the religion and get pissed at you. And you're like, but you're not even like the one that started. You just believed it. Like, why are you even what you are? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what, is, um, why are you even what you are? It's taking all the information and what they grabbed on and what they liked, didn't like, and opinionated. Like, they just came up. Instead yeah. of thinking outside the box from life and experience and where you, where you got to where you are today and versus where they're going with that politically or religiously going, this is what I learned, this is what I picked and choose, and this is why I'm right. And that's why I don't – I personally don't like politics yeah. or any of that because it doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere. But it's stands from the basics. People can't even admit that. They can't say, I cheated on my girl, I was wrong. It's going to be a story why they were right, or it's a story why it happened. You know, oh, I treated this person like an asshole, and I treated them bad, and, you know, there's a story behind that. It's like people just can't say they're wrong. That's what their basic moral shit on a day-to-day basis. It's hard for them to say. And uh, and then you get into shit that they didn't even start, where it's like defending shit. And they don't even know why. Uh, And that's why truth will set you free. Because... Uh, Absolutely. People just don't know how to deal with truth because they don't hear it enough. It discombobulates them. When you're in the crowd and someone's questioning your standard and you're like, yeah, you're right. I did do that. I was a, a dickhead. I fucked up completely. But, you know, I'm moving on. I'm doing better now. What about yourself? And people look at them and they have nothing to say. And then it's just like, yeah. But they're all sheep too because they're riding on his side. And it's just like, you know, yeah. And then you realize you have an epiphany. Like no one gives a shit about you, but you. And your immediate family that you deal with that you actually care about. And that's why they give a shit about you because you actually give a shit about them. Right, but everyone else right. are just a non-motherfucking factor, really. Like it, it's just a matter if you want to play the game with them or not. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And how <sighs> we all learn from that is not by time. It's more about our time and when we have to go through it. We go through it. But I learned that little by little over the recent past months. I'm going, okay, well, they played a part in my life. They had to teach me this. What are they doing here now? Because I don't, I no longer want to waste time arguing because arguing is just pushing point of views back and forth instead of being well, open-minded no. like this conversation. Arguing is and, um Yeah. I want to say, when you say arguing, don't, don't say it as a negative thing. Arguing is debating. Debating and arguing are the same thing. Now, I mean, yeah. Now, it's a, what it makes a difference is who you're doing it with. Right. And where it doesn't matter or not matter. Now, see, me and you, even though we're agreeing, though, we're arguing. We're debating, going back and forth. We're trading ideas and views. We might agree on things, but we're still arguing. 
you know, we're still going back and forth and uh, tossing shit around. But I'm accepting, right. you're accepting, and it's able to be civil. Now, if, if I'm combating, then it's like that I'm not a person you should argue with. It's no point. Because then I'm like solidified that. in the view. You know what I'm saying? Arguing is well good. Debating is good. In a relationship, I need to argue. I need to argue with my wife. And we need to debate. We need to be on different viewpoints because we're different people. <laughs> you know? We need to have disagreements. Uh, but we also need to like meet that. a common ground. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, I don't want to always agree. I don't always want to, like, I want to be happy, but I don't always want to feel like she's doing what I feel or I'm doing what she feels like. No, that, that'll be like, that's unheard of. Like, where did that also, ever happen? It makes, me, it makes me think, too, because even even arguing and debating, you're, you're kind of um, at a point, right? And you walk away, if you're like-minded, you're going to go, you know what, they're only doing that for this reason, to help me, but maybe you think about things differently. And then you go back and go, okay, well, you're being, you appreciate things different, or you see a different point yeah. of view on either side. Yeah, you get a nice filter. You get to filter shit out because no one says that just because you agree with someone that you have to change your whole life of how you live. Right. You know, or you can completely disagree with someone and say, well, they said this one thing that actually made a lot of sense. And I'm going to take that and use try to, you know, assimilate that to my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't want to be like nobody. I want to be me. But if I don't know anything, if I'm born knowing nothing, like, it's like, that's the purpose of you're born knowing nothing. So already you're in a debate that you don't even have a word in because you can't speak. So like, you know, a couple of years of your first knowledges are based off of shit that the people are just telling you is okay. Or this is what you have to do, you know? Exactly. Until no, you yeah, start to actually, until you actually generate your own self-will and thought where you start questioning shit called teenage years where they call rebelling because you're not rebelling because you're uh, not, you're not rebelling because you're an asshole. You're rebelling because you're starting to think like everything you're teaching me is, is dumb. Common sense I was born with tells me this shit makes no sense. What you're saying, you're being hypocrites. Everyone's contradicting themselves and no one does what they actually say. That's a, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, as adults, we teach our children everything we want to do, them to do better that we didn't do. So everything we basically tell our kids is a contradiction to what we actually do. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. It's a, and then the kids grow up, the teenagers, and they start to, they see you as they're growing up, and they're like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, yeah, fucking contradiction. Where, um, and then they get friends that they think they know what they're talking about, 
And then shit goes into that, and the person has to figure out themselves. It's a whirlpool like that. It's a cycle. It is. And then once you finally take a step back and go, oh, this is this is the system, or this is what's going on, it's not so much yeah. um, it's being aware of it, but at the same time, you're, tep- you're taking a step back or changing your, well, hopefully you're changing your, your values on life and what you're doing. Well, you, that's, you try when you're a teenager, but you get beaten down so hard. You get beaten down so hard when you're a teenager and you try to do that because you try to do it the right way or the way your parents taught you, but you saw they were contradicting. And then when you rebel and do it that way, you get beaten down by everybody else. They're telling you you got to do it this way. No, what are you doing? And then when you get a little older, you realize what your parents doing, what your parents did. They weren't really contradicting. They were trying to put you on a game. But at the same time, they try to box you. While they were doing it, they weren't being open uh-huh. and honest with what the information they were giving you. You know, absolutely. It's a and I think it's kids. more. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's a difference if you tell your kid like. So I have kids, right? So I tell my mm-hmm. kids to question their teachers. I also tell my kids to question me. So what yeah, I learned, I realized that I'm not right neither. Question me too. And if I do something wrong, call me out. Yeah, I'm trying to give you some points, but also I don't want to be a bias. Neither. Because I was a kid too. I know how it was when I was you. When I try oh, to speak yeah. out and no one listened, I got overlooked because I was a kid. I'm not right. raising kids. I agree. I'm ra- I'm raising adults. Right. I'm I raising like adults. I, mean, I don't even know why people say raising kids. Why do you say raising? Why do people say I'm raising a kid? Your kid's gonna be a kid um, when they're when they're thirty two. Yeah. Well, some mothers no, think I'm that. Raising, but I get your point. Yeah. I'm raising an adult. They're kids now, but I'm raising an adult. I don't want them to be a kid when they grow up. I want them to be adults. Yeah. That means I agree with you. I I can't be their overseer. <laughs> what allows me that what allows me that power <laughs> to to be their overseer? What allows me the power to tell them this is how life is has to be lived? This is what you need to do. What allows me that to say that to the, my kids? They're my kids, yeah. But they don't even know what's going on. They just came into the world. So what makes what I tell them right? Who am I to say, well, this is, you got to be, you know, Catholic, Christian. You got to go to this school. You got to do this. You know, this person did this and this person. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No, because I know. I I grew up and found out that a lot of this shit is not true. It's wrong. It's misleading. So who would but, um, I be the stunted growth in those natures? No, yeah. I mean, it's everything you're saying is just, I don't even know what to add on to it. Because I agree. It's a good point of view. It's a different aspect, but still it's something well, I agree how, with. How old are you, Joe? I'm 28. 20 years old? 28. 28. All right. In this body. And, uh, yeah, I know. Age is just a number. 
it's all about experience. All about experience and uh, not only experience because you could live the most beautiful life and just still be a mature individual. Like if you just know yourself. If you just know yourself, Absolutely. you're okay. Um, so, like, are you on your own? May I ask, are you on your own? Like, you live at home or? Well, so what happened for me personally, and then it happened, um, I talk about a couple of things in different Florida, and through my experiences, and I have some poetry. I was going to, like, read one because you did some, you did a poetry too. But um, I lost uh, my girlfriend to suicide. So it brought me back I'm sorry home to, to hear um, oh, sorry, thank you. It brought me back home to New York. I'm currently living with my family, but that's okay. And I'm not afraid. That's not, you shouldn't be afraid or I'm not emotionally insecure about sharing that, but it's part of my journey. I'm grateful for it. But um, So you were living with her and that happened and it brought you back home. There was a, there was a in between of how things were coming about, but yeah, pretty much it brought me back home and everything how everything came about, I'm still grateful for family and how yeah. things happen. And the in between is the in between is you living your life, a lot of shit that could that happens and everything you think can happen happen of you living your life. Mistakes and no mistakes. Correct? Right. No explanation necessary, you know? But no I can I can assume so that you live life. The, you and saw things. I mean, it didn't didn't happen overnight. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but at the same time, I was a spiritual person before, and that shook me up. And it also brought me to see things on a wider scale. Um, but a wider scale meaning stepping outside the box of the box of the box to judge myself, uh-huh. analyze myself, the situations I was well, in. Well, that's good. You got a realization, epiphany. Uh huh. Yeah. Several. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, well, you know, death at a young age could do that to you. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my best friends that was murdered when I was younger, and that's one of the reasons I am how I am now. But through the way he was with me, very open, honest, truthful. You know, when I was 17, he was 21. He was good to me, you know, and uh, he was a real friend more than the friends I grew up and went to middle school with and all of that. And he was murdered. But the way his life, the way his life impacted my life, plus him being taken away, I experienced death and having someone taken away that meant something at an early age. And I had family members die before that hasn't impacted me as hard because it was different. Right. When you have a friend, yep. when you have someone outside your family, it's a different type of connection. Like when a family member dies, I need to cry. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Versus yeah, someone I, outside of um, family that didn't have no reason to like me or anything die, it was like, hit me. Uh, so I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, no, it's okay. I agree with you on that because one family sometimes it's a older it's an older relative who it's kind of like okay they've 
over 90 years old. For me, one, one was over 90. Sometimes it's a little bit unexpected. My grandfather, I know many people are skeptical, but I had like a couple, only one or two times it happened to me, but I almost, I pretty much, no, I, I knew he was going, but he was healthy. And I tried plans with, uh, making plans with him to um, do fishing or something before whatever time it was going to happen. But so I lost him. It, it was very sad, but it was rough. Well, but at the same time, I agree my, with you because I, um, I lost my friend to a heroin addiction. And he actually went to rehab and called me. And we, he was, like, basically saying goodbye to everyone. But I didn't even know. I didn't get to talk to him. And yeah. I lost my girlfriend. So it's a complete different feeling on both ends where it's someone that oh. isn't obligated to be a part of your life, but they were. Yeah, because I, I lost my grandfather too. He was in his sixties, and he was like a he was my father figure. But he knew he was gonna go. He was a drinker. He died of alcoholism, so addiction too. And but the doctor told him to stop drinking, but he said I'm not gonna stop drinking. And Thanksgiving, he said I'm not coming this Thanksgiving. I'm gonna have to stay home because he knew what it was. And that's how he died. Did I want to cry? Yeah. Did I know? Because I appreciated everything. Eventually, I did have a moment, but it wasn't as, it didn't affect me as much as the first person I had as a friend did. And the way I felt the friendship and how, and the things I learned from him. And the appreciation and self-confidence I got from him. Right, right. Uh, to realize, to be open with everyone, to be honest, to be you and let everyone else be themselves. That was Don't um, be a bully, don't be a judge. My friend told me that, a friend. And then, like, none of my friends were telling me shit like that. All my friends were on some social shit. It was always like, you know, who's the biggest alpha, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Who gets the most get notice. That. You know, it was never like, no one was trying to better no one. Everyone was trying to take everyone down. So at a young age, I already knew. Like, I was, you know, 17 acting like 32. Like, yo, it's so good. I had people my age asking me for advice. Like, and I'm like, I'm going through the same shit you're going through, man. I just look at life differently. Like, why are you asking me for advice? we the same fucking age. I didn't know how to handle it at first. And uh, mm-hmm. and that and that's what it was, you know. And uh, and even to this day, man, it's hard, bro. Like people don't. What he says rings true. Like what and, we're uh, doing now, someone can easily come along and be like, "Yo, this is gay as shit." Something as corny as that, and then ruins the situation, right? It gets like, it gets corny. A grown-ass person can say that, right? Yeah. Like I'd be like, yeah I could, I could anyone, go to a person I know and be like, yo, I talked to some dude on a blog talk. We had a deep-ass conversation. I don't know from home. All They'd be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing that? Why are you questioning me on that? I just talked to a good person. He was a good dude. You know what I'm saying? That social interaction shit comes to a level of judgment and standard that you're supposed to be away and not connect with people. Mm-hmm. This is out um, the norm for everyone else. Me and you talking is out the norm. 
it's out the norm, and it also is a mind fuck because we're also looking back on, well, how come they don't see this? And this is this is like throughout life because it's not yeah, something. Yeah, it's a, a, a mind fuck as well me. though because yeah. because if you look at everything we appreciate in in education, with philosophy and psychology, and 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 uh, politics, uh, the so-called starch of that, the so-called forefathers, right? were all like homosexuals and pedophiles. So mm. if me and you are talking now to make a joke of that nature is in itself a contradiction because everything else you believe in is exactly that, while what me and you are doing has nothing to do with that at all. Right. And that's, Everything um, your that's foundation is based on It's, it's interesting and it's it's cynical. It's interesting. It can get depressing because there's very few people like that, and uh, and that's why it is, bro. I mean, shit, babe. I don't know. So, do you feel you're a real psychic? Um, well, I am intuitive psychic, but this, this conversation got really deep. So I kind of went into this almost tunnel, but, um, well, why do you ask that? Not that I'm well, psychic. I asked to, see to, if I to, to find you. out. Oh yeah, you can, if you want to, I just want to see how far you believe into it because a lot of this ties into that of where your belief comes from, from that nature. Because, like I said, I can believe in it loosely to an aspect, but when it comes to where you're getting your your standards from someone that you're learning the standards from, I find doubt in it versus you having it on your own merit. And that's the thing well, I also don't agree with people on. Like, if you believe you're psychic in, in, into it on your own merit, spiritually, then I could dig it. But if you're coming from somewhere where it's like, oh, I learned this from that, or so-and-so said this, then I question it. I have no problem sharing that with you. It's honestly a combination of both, and I'll tell you why. And I want to see what you feel about it. As a kid, I mean, everyone says things. As, uh, when I was a kid, I had, like, intuitive messages. and But as a kid, I said certain mm. things to myself, and I said certain things to my family, like you said before, you say something, but they don't want to believe or listen to you because you're a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like, oh, I see this. It was small things like, you know, the stock market was in, booming in the 90s, and my family had stocks with my neighbor. And they got together when I was there with them. They said, should we sell it or should we keep it? And I didn't even know. I was like, I just jumped out and said, sell it. And I think back, I think back on see anything? They, lost, they lost the money. See anything as a kid? Yeah, as a kid, I yeah. Saw... Well, I mean, I mean, when when you made that decision to tell them that, did you did you look at any numbers at all, or was it just a question and you didn't know nothing and you just you made it gave them the answer? Yet. I didn't know anything. I just remember hearing it. My mouth said, "Sell it," and I don't know. All right, so I was very young. They told you though. They told you though. They were telling you something. Though. You heard stuff, right? No, yeah, absolutely. And I remember. And so, I don't remember all the stuff, but um, my my mother would ask me. You remember me, you then, know. though, when you answered. You remember then when you answered. Oh, yeah. I'm not going like to actually recall what moment. you remembered, but when you answered in that specific moment, you remembered what they were saying. 
And yeah, no, I remember. What I like to chalk that up to, though, is common sense, though, is the will you're born with, the power you were born with, and that intellectuality you were born with, that you heard what was going on, and you knew enough to know that it wasn't going to work versus our it is going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, some things aren't psychic, some things aren't intuitive, and I don't like to give props always to a spirituality versus what you're born with as is, you know? Yeah. I think uh, um, sometimes it makes you cut yourself short, you know? And it also makes you dependent on something that can't be seen. Um, mm-hmm. versus like, you know, how about questioning the fact why you are phys- or why you are intuitive and psychic? You know, well, the reason the reason for me, and this is why I say both, is that there was things as a kid I did. My my family remembers more than I do saying things. I don't remember everything, but the things that I do remember or what I remember. And after that, I was kind of led to, well, I, first I prayed to God. When I, was, I was probably around 12. And I asked God, I was like, listen, I don't know what religion to believe in, but I just want to help people. And a couple of years went by, okay. not a couple, probably like five, five years. I was 16, but I was um, brought into, and I don't know if you know it or how you feel about it, but I was brought into Santeria and Santeria is a combination of Catholicism. I was raised Catholic. And it's a I know it's a, of Catholic it's and, a praising of praising of saints. Yes, and with that, I was brought into, and it's not just the saints. You you kind of well, it, it dies into your, magic a bit. Say that again. It dies into magic a bit. It's a magic a bit. South Korea, it dies into magic. It dies oh, into okay. a little bit Sorry, of magic. I Magic, um, how do you say it? I don't want to, I don't like using magic voodoo or any those terms because in my sense there's good and bad in anything you do. It just depends on the person who's using it. But the sense that I take from that and what I learned from it is how to help others if they need the help through different levels on fixing it and keeping them on the path to, to what they need from life. It doesn't well, seem like they have to be a part of it. I would like but, to um, say it sounds like you're spiritual. Right. So More I than anything, to you is that a part of that? It's not just the saints; it's respecting your ancestors because without them, we wouldn't be here. Um, spiritual guides. I know, so, but I think you're more spiritual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say, and I think yeah. you know, and uh, you're a spiritual person. You have a purity in what you do. I think you you believe in. I don't not. No beliefs. You can believe in what you believe in, but remember when it, when you're attaching yourself to those beliefs, you're believing also in what was here before you. So you're believing in what was already started. Mm-hmm. So when you believe in and you say God already started by somebody, and then you're believing in Santa Maria already started by someone, already contradicts itself because if you believe in the, a God and you say the name God, you don't believe in idolization. But if you be- believe in praise saints in Santa Maria, those are idol, and that's idolization. I think you're pure in the fact that you believe in higher power, 
and you're a spiritual person, and that's why you have a connection. That's why you seem good from it, though, because you're pure in it. You have no ill intent, and you want the best uh, out of it. Absolutely. So there's no, for me, there's no ill intent, and this is a there's a lot of recent things spiritually I kind of looked at and kind of gained more reasons to on that level, but it's connected to spirituality and the Arishas or the saints. But to go back, first someone had kind of like guided me, and it's not the way. How do I explain that? They kind of showed me ways when I had questions. But the explanation to that is it wasn't this is the way you do it, but understanding that this is the basics, but understand that they allowed you to question so, They They yeah, mentored yeah. you. But not to trick they allowed you. To question. That they allowed you to question you, it, and they allowed you to find your own way. Right. So with that, in, in essence, too, is that when someone else was in my position, or if you were to be in the same um, spot I was in or path, that you, even now, you would have different tools than I do, but it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It means that your spiritual path has different people or different spirit guides. So, yeah, they, they allowed me to question it and show me things and understanding. And what's even yeah. – and this is why I'm grateful for life is that with the, um, with the soul, awake, well, soul awakening or when you go through a traumatic event and you start to analyze life, um, you start to become more of yourself, your authentic self. And at the same time, you start to appreciate all the things that you went through, whether it be bad, good, and the reason behind the spirituality. Because a lot of things, is, I'm not saying I don't like it or I dislike it. What I usually say is everyone has their own time to start. And it's a thing that we kind of brought up in previous episodes where a lot of people are just grabbing tarot cards and doing their thing and starting. And I don't look for respect because of this. Everyone has their own time when they start their spiritual well, readings or when, uh, how they do it. I'll tell you what, later I on, don't knock none but, of it all. I don't knock none of it in the positive, you know, and who am I to say what anyone believes in? Because I'm open, so it's okay. And I don't judge none of it. So it will bring the best out of you to do the best for others. All for it. Even if it was in the worst way, that's yours to believe in, and you have that right and that choice to do so. Uh, me, myself, personally, I I don't believe in in, in none of it. But I also, I, like, I can't say it's not true. You know what I'm saying? I would never say, yeah. no, that's not what it is, and my way is right. Uh, because I'm open and I respect it, because a part of knowing is knowing that everyone has a choice and the the reasoning behind anything they do. So, you know, I, to disclaim anything under that. Uh, but me, myself, it's not for me, you know? And I do the same for my kids. Like, I don't take my, I don't take that and put it on my kids with that bias. So my kids, like, they go to Christian church with my grand, with my mother They've been a Catholic, like they they do, they know all religions and stuff, but I didn't baptize them. That's for them to choose when they come of age to say, I want to be baptized in this or that. You know? Absolutely. I would never choose it. I would never, yeah, I would never choose it for them. And whatever they choose, I'd be like, all right, cool. And then we could debate and whatever, whatever disagreements, but you know? 
at the same time, I'll be it. Do what you do what you wish. You know, I don't think it's gonna go any which way. You know, because everyone has their own path. Uh, but for me, I don't uh, believe in it because more so I believe in uh, I believe in a higher power. I'm a spiritual person. Uh, I just don't believe they have names or faces because for me it, it would defeat purpose. Well, I I see where you're coming. I totally understand where you're coming from too. I don't think you're wrong, but at the same time, it's almost like I'm coming across information that they, they talk about Gaia and all these other things. Oh, no, I'm not I, saying that. I know, because I, I have, like, Dominican friends, especially with their families, very heavy in Santa Maria, too. I've seen things I couldn't explain myself. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you said, that might be just like for them where it works, you know? Uh, like right. you said, well, if I, mean, I did example, and, you, and, and you showed me, um, it might work for me in a different way it worked for you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't yeah, doubt for that. Sure. Uh, I don't do everything. Like the Santa Maria or the uh, Santa Morte, I don't play with. But it's exactly what you said before. If you're going to put your, your faith and belief into it, it might, it's going to it. work for you. If not... But be be wholehearted, and I and I'm for it. I'm all for it, and uh, and I'm no one to say like that's not the right way at all. As long as you know, as long as it's exuding positivity and you're doing positive things, then yeah. If you're using it in a way to try to fake positive and manipulate, then I would say you're gonna get the burn. If you're using it in a way to be uh malicious, then yeah, you're gonna get the burn, and then you're misusing it, and that's why the reason people can't understand things people do when they do it in those natures. You know what I'm saying? But if you're doing it in all for the good, I'm all for it. Do whatever you got to do. Pray to a frog if it's going to be positive. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't care at all. I'm on that. Hey, it makes sense to me. If it works, it works. Uh, as long as it's not malicious uh, or manipulative. You know, or telling anyone else that this is the way better. You know, because right. that I think is a direct contradiction. I agree. I mean, the whole point of this is it's not, and the whole thing about me bringing up the religious thing was just sharing my story. But I agree with you. As I know I'm all for it. Peace, yeah. love, peace, love, prosperity, and you're helping the world. And the same essence we're talking about this conversation. We're just getting along. If it's all about that, then then. Great, but even if you're doing something wrong and I don't agree with it, I'm not the type of person to even tell you like, "Oh, you're wrong." It's a part of your life. This is part of your journey. No, I will. If someone's wrong, because I think we all are embedded with the moral standard of what is wrong. I think there's a universal standard of that's not right. That shouldn't be like that, or you shouldn't be doing that. Uh. Say you weren't doing that and someone brought you in, right? And then they brought you into the way and then uh, your life is going down track and then you were starting to judge people of what shit they believed in and then you were trying to also use it in a negative way. I would tell you, yo, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. I think there's certain things that are embedded that it's wrong. I, everyone's born with the wrong or right. I think we know what, what is wrong or right. Uh 
if you're doing something that works in a positive nature for you or your family or people around you, I would never say it's wrong even if I don't agree with it. But if it is a negative thing where you're hurting people, I think we're all able to see that clearly of how it's hurting people and why it's hurting people. You know, and that's not to misconstrue it. Like, put in an instance, like, all right, Islam or Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone's terrorists, right? So what's wrong is right. to put that and say that they're all terrorists. That's wrong for everyone else to say. Right. I know that's wrong. Uh, if someone's a Muslim or is, uh, practices Islam and they have a certain political beliefs where they want to do negatives... I could see why they feel that way, but I also would say it's wrong to use a religion to back that. You know what I'm saying? But I won't knock them for the religion they believe in, but you see where where it's wrong at, where you're trying to use a religion to cover it up. You know what I mean? The religion is not wrong, but you're trying to use it to cover it up is wrong. The way you feel is not wrong. I get why you feel that way. It's fucked up, but the way you're going about it's not right. Uh, you know, but, you know, so I think it's certain shit you can say, and then I would say if someone's doing things in a wrong wrong way. Uh, I think we're born with that nature. Sometimes I think people use it wrong, and it's misleading. That was part of my disconnection from religion in the first place. I mean, well, my mother's mother's Je- my mother's mother's Jehovah's Witness. My my mother was Catholic. She raised me Catholic. My mother's a Christian now. So I grew up, but then I seen judgment with Catholics and Christians, and I said, "Well, I thought." God shall not judge. Thou shall not judge. Right? Right. That, that's the so point. How are we judging um, everybody? I had judgment naturally. I mean, not to say from also the aspect of others who don't understand or know really what, what even Santeria is. I had someone send me a, a friend, send me a video of something else similar. It's like a branch off, but the guy was doing bad stuff. And he wanted me to. Well, somebody me to like kinda, Santa Maria. And cult. Someone could use it in devil worship and black magic. It can be used either Absolutely. way. Same thing with Christianity and Catholicism and and all of that. So yeah, people are ignorant. And I, yeah. and I bet and they even, judge you even off in, a belief uh, they have. I mean, you could do many things in different ways than other aspects of the life, but it really depends on what you're doing it, why you're doing it. And if it's bad, I mean, hey, it's it's not good, but we're all here to kind of like shine light on things, different point of view, helping others. But if you're if they're gonna make that choice, those are the those are the ego. I think that's where ego comes in. Actually, oh. it's a part of the ego going, you know what? I'm gonna get oh, yeah. back, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna fight that. And actually, this Thank is um, the first. Uh, I don't know. Recently, with all these lessons I'm learning, is that instead of fighting back. I decided to like watch it, learn from it, observe it, fix it on my yeah. own time, but not to throw it back at someone. Psychology's definition of uh, religion is 
the baddest ego in the the higher like it's in with it's within anyone. That's psychology's definition. Good and evil is within everyone, and that's a, that's the definition of religion for them. That's where the devil, God, and, and all that comes from. Mhm, mhm. And that's where it's personality. Personality even goes goes into science and mathematics and the world and people thinking the earth is flat and it goes in all these points well, of view. But that's why I don't believe. Like it's hard. Like I say God all the time, but it's like, damn, where did I get the word God from? Or it could be a lot. Or like, where did all these words come from? Before, like you can look in history and find out where certain religions were established, right? Mm-hmm. What was the religion before those religions were established? Right, right. And there was none. I, it was all stars, spirituality. It was no names, and there was names for everything. With the earth, with the stars, with the wind, with the, the you know what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. was everything. It was nature. Everything was everything, and there was no one name for it. So... While I while I don't mind saying God, because to be it all means the same in my lives. Basically, means it's, it's just everything is everything, all in one, the one and all. Whatever name you say, it's the same shit. So then, what what's with the split? <laughs> what's with the split? And the split is a lifestyle of all these different religions. None of which comes from like it's splits. Yeah. yeah. None of which comes from the so called Jesus though. So like I like to ask people what was Jesus' religion? Well Jesus well from what I'm I took from myself and I learned recently oh, actually you know, this recent journey. Yeah. That he was he was his own self at first and then he just explored looking for God within then he found himself well from yeah. But what was his religion? Himself, the believer in God, the higher power. Yeah. Yeah. And people always say, oh, he was Jewish. I'm like, yeah, he was born in Jerusalem, fine. But Jewish is in religion. Judaism is a religion. And you don't have to be born in Jerusalem to practice Judaism. Yeah, I agree. And in the Bible, what verse it is. Jesus said the path to God is the the way to live to God is to is to leave the leave the world better for all those you will leave behind and you will find your path. Mm-hmm. Do unto mm-hmm. others as you yeah. want, do unto yourself. It's the main message of everything. Uh of any religion. It's just like <laughs> what's mm-hmm. the matter what the name is? But everything else is is man. Everything else is man. Every other standard of that is man. You know, you have to do this. You can't drink. You can't have sex. All this is. So Jesus died by crooks, befriended a prostitute, (laughs) and you're telling me I can't have (laughs) have sex, and it makes no sense. And uh. But I still teach my kids stories, and it's fine because it's. But no one can tell me you have AD and you have BC. So then, what's BC? 
is is if you have before Christ, like what was the method? What was the method of moral if you have before Christ? It all started somewhere. I mean, it started before someone had to believe like there's something else out there. There's something more, yeah. and then all you know. There's Don't also understand. I believe that we. I believe that before all this, they went through what we call now a spiritual awakening. They had different things then that they went through to get these messages, yeah. which is nature. now all fucked up because it's yeah, nature, science. Everything and then Indians was came in and. But um, and 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 as as you get to the AD and all that, science is separated from religion because. Religion is more man, less nature. It's about the control. Mm-hmm. But I um I want to apologize. It's we did over like two hours of this podcast, but I want to thank you for calling in, brother man. But I um it is for sure. I totally agree with you. And um the only thing is now is I think what we're trying to fix. I don't want to say we, but the whole purpose of everything is like this conversation is everything mm-hmm. that kind of got subdivided and separated from one another that made us so divided. And um, at the same time, we're trying to go back to being ourselves, being human, being connected to each other, mm-hmm. having different views and experiences, but not just not being pushed away and being negative. So it's like the question I asked to, you, man, what are you? You stumbled at first. Right. And the answer is you're right, human. I, was, I agree with you. Yeah, but I'm um, human too. Try to try to find. You should be able to find the Facebook page on the the Blog Talk Radio link, and send me a message. Mm-hmm. And we'll. Um, I definitely want to keep in touch with you, man. I appreciate your call oh. and this conversation. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, Joe. Man, nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you too, and. uh have a good well. Good morning. Now for me, it's three forty-four in the morning. But hey, I'll oh talk yeah, to you work soon, is right? gonna be crazy. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, take it easy. What? It's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race your car. You better learn that. <laughs> 